Welcome to the Life Atelier podcast. I'm your host, Emma Lavelle, and today this is the first of four little lessons over the next four days about taking a recovery approach to workaholism. So when we are creating life balance, it's because there is quite a significant imbalance. And usually that imbalance is work, 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 talked about a few days ago, you know, imagine these spheres. And I think when, when I first imagined them, it was like the sphere could crush me because it was so big, you know, and it would like start moving and like the walls <laughs> vibrating around me. And that was a very horrible feeling. So when we try to leave that way of being that although it's not nice it is actually comfortable because workaholism is a very acceptable way to buffer. Now buffering is a coaching concept it essentially means that you're doing something to avoid feeling something. For example you might buffer by having a large glass of wine when you get home because you feel stressed after work rather than focusing on minimizing <laughs> my brain was like killing the stress no that's not that's not what we want to do minimizing the stress so that you don't need the massive glass of wine when you come home and that you can ask yourself okay do i want a glass of wine do i want a glass of wine from a place of i don't feel stressed because if i feel stressed i'm more likely to have two glasses of wine Whereas if I don't feel stressed, I'll have one and I'll feel, okay, that's enough, thank you. So that's buffering. Buffering can also look like uh, comfort eating. It can look like shopping instead of, you know, mine used to be I would buy planners. So I would feel overwhelmed by my to-do list and I would think, okay, I just need a new planner. I need the perfect planner or the perfect agenda. And I would go and buy another one. And at one point I was running three of them, three separate journals, <laughs> all very beautiful from lovely stationery shops, but none of them, like now I don't have one. I don't even have a to-do list anymore. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I'm smug. I'm smug about that. Uh, so I was reading a book by Holly Whittaker, and Holly Whittaker has written this book, it's called Quit Like a Woman, I think, or Quit Like a Girl, can't remember, but anyway, it's about how she found sobriety. Uh, she really struggled with addiction for years, and she set up this school, which at the time was called the Hip Sobriety School, and what she did was focus on practicing self-compassion and not punishing herself. So the traditional approach to addiction is very like the traditional approach to work. Hustle, punish, blame, you know, you're the problem, not the system being the problem. And actually, when we take the approach of curiosity and love, we get very, very different results. So she started with this approach of building a life that was so full of love and care and just like beautiful things that she didn't want to buffer and she didn't want to use substances to me to melt <laughs> to make her and to help her 
to avoid feeling the feelings that she was experiencing in the life as it was. So I would love for you today to think about what kinds of things would you like to have in your life that you don't right now? What would a life look like where every single thing in it is really exciting? And there's a free course that I've created called Coaching Foundations, which you can access um, in the show notes for this episode. But essentially the exercise for this lesson is about making a list and I did this where I just created a list of my hobbies that I didn't have because I didn't have time for them. But I just sat down, I got my coffee and I sat down with my notebook and I said, okay, I do vegan baking and I study French and I read historical novels and I go hiking with friends instead of just hiking on my own because I have to walk the dog. And when I started to look at that list, I realized, yeah, I want that life. And the only person stopping me from having that life is me. So what's going on here? And that took me to the next curiosity step. So tomorrow we'll talk about the second pillar in taking a recovery approach to workaholism. 